What is up, Ditch the Job listeners? Mark Birdie here. And one of the things that we are a big advocate for here on the show is to develop additional income streams. They've always been important. They are more important now than ever. So we'll talk a little bit about that, why we will fuel you, give you the inspiration you need to pursue all these different income streams and just some ways to build up your income. So this is going to be a jam-packed episode. We are joined by a guest who is an accomplished strategic leader. She's helped a bunch of local startups. She's also helped produce a successful result for some of the big guys like Quicksilver, Reebok, and Puma. So we have a lot of great insights to delve into in this episode, but we do that all with our guest, who is none other than Kara Duffy. Kara, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. It is such a pleasure to have you on Ditch the Job. Income streams, you need them. You need as many of them as you can possibly get. So I'm wondering if you can share with us just a little bit into why should we really be building up additional income streams and why are they more important than ever? They're important now more than ever for so many reasons. Obviously, what everyone's experiencing with uh, COVID and the economy, like we know that we can't trust the traditional methods of earning income anymore. Uh, as an entrepreneur and a business coach, I'm always pro people creating their own income streams anyway, and knowing that you can create income streams and have fun at the same time. It's not like we're creating income streams for the sake of like, I need more money. Sometimes you do, but to me, the really fun income streams to create are the ones that you're creating because it's something that you're passionate about, you care about, and you get as much out of it as you're giving. Um, those are my favorite income streams. So today, anyone who wants to break free from you know, uh, financial debts or things they're scared about from personal finances to you know, exploring what they can do and have more freedom in their job and how they make money, even to people who are entrepreneurs, how do you keep pivoting so that you're staying ahead of the curve and you're reducing your risk to make sure that you're hitting all of your sales goals? And Kara brings up a nice point because when you do have all of your income attached to one thing like a job, especially as we've realized now, they're a lot less stable. And that's always been the case. Like there's nothing stopping a boss from firing someone because there's no longer a need or because of poor performance or for a variety of different reasons. But I feel like with what's going on now, people are just more aware of that. And there are definitely mm -hmm. so many different income streams to choose from. You could be anything from a YouTuber to driving around in an Uber. There's so many different income streams to choose how do we figure out which income streams make the most sense for us? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, I teach a course called How to Sell What You Know, and it's really where I tell people to start. Most people have about 25 to 100 things that they know that somebody else wants to learn. So you know, I look at what income streams are gonna be the fastest path for you to be generating income with the lowest cost, and also, kind of like I said earlier, which ones are going to be the most fun? Uh, you know, I have a student who started um, bringing his classroom outside and he started making a different income stream through an outdoor school that he's teaching on the weekends. To me, that's a great example of how you can combine all of your interests to find a, a path to generating new income. And I love also that he's rooted that new income stream in creating a game to fully fund his wedding in six months. So 
that's a big amount of money that he wants to make in a short amount of time. And he can because of how he's packaged it together. You know, I have 20 years experience in with some of the brands you mentioned doing footwear and apparel before I left to be a full-time entrepreneur and to be a, a business coach. And there's so many, um, you know, ways that people are looking to create products. And if you don't bundle it as an actual product yourself, there's going to be some limitations. So I'm always big on which income streams allow you to completely have the freedom you want. Yes, you can be an Uber driver. Yes, you can, you know, do DoorDash right now. You can tutor people, you can mentor people. There's so many things that people need help with every day. Um, but what are the ones that really allow you to break free? You know, a lot of people talk about freedom and getting out of the rat race. And it's a lot about like, how do you have freedom of choice? So you can create success to equal whatever you want. Um, and that to me is kind of where you start. What does your best day look like? And how can we build a product or service around that? where you get to do your favorite things and be of service to others where they're willing to pay for it. And I really like that approach. Think about what type of lifestyle you want to have. What does your ideal day look like? And then you frame your business in a way that someday it can live up to that mm -hmm. because you have mm -hmm. some business models like tutoring. We'll use that as the example where you can help people, you can make an impact. But if your plan is to be with your family, do sports all day, and tutoring doesn't really fit that ideal day, mm -hmm. then you want to create that business that definitely lines up with what it is that you want your lifestyle to be. Now, with mm -hmm. the additional income streams, it's great to have a bunch of them, but then there are some people who they have too many income streams. You've got <laughs> yeah. 10 streams that give you $100 a month versus one income stream that could give you 5000 a month. Now, that's not to say having 10 income streams is bad because you could have them each grow. But how do we get to the point where we're able to grow our income streams that we're not getting overwhelmed by all the different options? I totally understand that problem, right? Like as a serial entrepreneur, like there's never a shortage of new ideas that I have and I see with my clients as well. So the first thing I recommend is don't stop the flow of those ideas that you have. When you get those ideas, I'm a big post-it person. I know it's not very environmental, but for me it works because I can move them around in real space. Um, so whether you keep a digital list or you have a paper list, write down all those other ideas that you have. And then I really recommend asking, you know, which of these ideas that you have, can you turn into the most cash as fast as possible? You know, in the how to sell what you know class, like we're getting people to be making income in six weeks, six weeks. So um, there are so many ways to turn around significant money in that time period. If you are strategic about which ones you choose. Mm -hmm. And as you're looking at all of your options, you know, some of them are easy to monetize quickly. They don't have a lot of startup costs. Um, and there's a lot of those things that we think we need to start a business that we don't. Um, you know, I've had people come to me and say, I need a Twitter strategy. And I'm like, you don't. Like, I don't even know if you need a website. You know, like I tell people, go back to the lemonade stand. What is the simplest business that you can launch today? And let's start there. And then um, there's also the entire strategy of a value ladder that a lot of people talk about today. So there, your ideas, when you look at them in big picture, you might realize that maybe phase two is when you bring in the second product offering or phase three and just put time around those. 
I encourage everyone to work on one idea until you can automate it or you're seeing the income coming in that you want before you layer on number two. Otherwise, you're gonna have a bunch of baby businesses that need so much care and attention to get to where they wanna go. And it breaks my heart when there's a great idea that never gets to see the light of day the way that it really could um, because we got too excited and moved on too quickly. And you really have to start simple. That's a really great point. And you can build on. Yeah. Twitter was my first social network I used. I expanded. I went on other social networks. And yeah. now I've got YouTube, Instagram going on in the background there. I have them working together to help each other grow. But you mm-hmm. do want to start simply. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. And it is important also to look at which income streams have the most potential. I mentioned the Uber driver scenario. That's not something I personally would do. If you're someone, though, who wants to drive people around and you enjoy meeting new people, then that makes sense for you. But there's not going to be a seven-figure Uber driver. There's definitely going to be someone who makes seven figures selling courses, but you're not going to see that through a place like Uber. And that could, if you really want, that could be a short-term option. But again, if you enjoy it, go for it. What I'm getting at is how do we figure out which income streams have the most potential for us, especially when it's a little less clear, like training Mm -hmm. courses versus coaching versus self-publishing? How do we get to that? Um, I always say, look first at what are you already doing? So if you are already teaching courses in some capacity or you're mentoring people, or if you're already giving advice and coaching, how do you build on what you already have in place? We don't need to start from zero to hero on the first income stream that you add in. The second place to look is which one are you most comfortable with that you will have the time to put into it and be able to do it sustainably. Um, Sometimes our grand ideas are going to require 100 people to do, and the best new income streams are the ones that you can do by yourself with very limited um, setup and investment. So which ones are gonna be the cheapest for you to start as well? Um, And then I also look at which income streams that you have ideas about are the customers that you already know. You know, so often we think that the customers that we get have to be strangers when they don't. And I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm gonna go sell, you know, name it to all my friends and family and that's how I'll make my money. Like, no, like Sometimes the customer that you want to work with is exactly the person you already know. It could be a friend of a friend. It could be your your friends. It could be people that you can spiderweb out and find new customers for. But if you know why you want to do something and you know who you want to be working with and what you want to provide from a transformation perspective, it really is a matter of the simplest setup possible that you can create it. I really encourage people to do a beta group first and test you know, what their new income stream is. So if you think your new idea is going to be some, you know, new way to spin uh, delivering a course or a new way to teach people how to tie their shoes, try it out first. Like, see if it works. Um, See if people like it. See if people can get the results you're promising and see if you're even enjoying it. So really give yourself baby steps to lean in on things and test. The most successful entrepreneurs are willing to try it before it's perfect and just get the ball rolling so they can get the feedback as soon as possible. So go out and be prepared to fail and pivot and like re and discover actually what is available to you. 
there's so many people out there, um, yourself, myself, other people, you know, all the way up to Tony Robbins who can show you how to do different things at different stages. Um, but you need to be, I believe that you need to be in love with what you're doing in some capacity, the process, the people, the product or service that you're offering. And sometimes you don't know what that is until you start trying things. It's very similar to people who are starting off in their professional career. Um, you have to try out different things until you know. That's why they have internships. So another great way to, to try something before you have to do it yourself is to reach out to people who are doing what you think you want to do. If you think you want to be a coach or you think you want to do online courses, like find someone who is. LinkedIn is a great tool and you don't need to be connected to somebody before you talk to them. So how do you use that little like tweet size message you can send when you introduce yourself to your connection to say why you really want to reach out to them? It's very successful for, for B2B communication from my experience. And there's so many different strategies that we've covered, but the big lesson here is what Kara has been mentioning since the beginning, have the baby step approach, be really simple with it. You don't want to overcommit to something only to realize that it's not the right income stream for you. And a big part of that comes from figuring out what a day in your ideal lifestyle looks like. So definitely a lot to think about. I know Kara helps people who do want to expand their businesses. So with that in mind, where can we go to keep following all the great work you're doing? Yeah, sure. So um, we have an online community called Thrive Collective, which is basically a group for all entrepreneurs to hang out, um, brainstorm together, collaborate. Every month we take on a new like mini course that I go through. There's also group coaching. So you can find that at thepowerfulladies.com. Uh, we have a podcast as well that we talk all to other entrepreneurs and leaders. And then you can also find me on caraduffy.com for any one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then the new course will be going online, um, this new version 2.0 of Sell What You Know in August. So that's coming soon as well. Well, we will have all those links down below in the show notes. Definitely a lot of content for you guys to consume. Thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of Ditch the Job. And thank you, Kara, for joining us on the show. Thank you.